What up? What up? Yo, we in the building. Hey. hey. As always, Kyle's on location. He's uh he's heading to the swooping D right. tailgate. Where, where are you at currently, That's Kyle? Right. What is your location? Kyle, what's it like out there? Uh, huh? You know what? Well, it's uh it's the freeway. It's actually really nice temperature right now. Uh, it's like seventy degrees out here in San Diego. Take We're about that. to about to get to the the swooping D tailgate. Um. Yeah, and uh, it's going to be a blast. Like, I hope you guys can come out there. It's at Mission Bay, San Diego. Uh, I be- believe it's actually on Fiesta Island. It makes perfect sense because it's a, it's going to oh, be a party out fun. here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, that's a good yep. time. That's yeah, awesome. well, yep. we've been out there I, quite a bit. We grew up in that area, man. Yeah, yeah, we we've been there yep. many times. So it's awesome. So good. <laughs> we have family <laughs> reunions down there too. Mission Bay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We we've we've had a mission at the Mission Bay Beach over there. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, Legit, it's been amazing. It's, it's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good day. Between two beards. Between two beards. I love it. Got to love it. Kyle, That's right. Kyle committed. He's not going to shave his beard. It's a playoff beard. So It's a playoff beard. He's going to let that sucker rip. He's going to be looking beard. like ZZ Top at the end of the season. <laughs> That's right, baby. I'm going to buy yeah. you some beard cream for your birthday, bro. Yeah, yeah I'm no going to buy doubt. some beard cream. Okay. You got to okay. condition the thing. Hey, bro. you know what? Hey, if anyone's looking uh, or wondering, yes, I chips for beard and and beard oils and uh, you know beard bombs you know what i'm saying yeah beard bombs. <laughs> hey by the time your birthday comes around that's like super bowl time so yeah for real that's a maybe maybe we'll be my, birth, my birthday bowl. is my is birthday the is on the, the super bowl oh. so i'm like oh you know what man i was just talking Lovely. about that with uh renee here he's you know renergy's right here in the house yo Awesome. Um, awesome. I was yeah, I was just talking about that. It's like, man, how sweet would it be if the Chargers made it to the Super Bowl for my birthday and win? Uh, oh my gosh. Great. I yeah, that, that would be it. That's yeah. right there. Well, yeah. even even, <laughs> even uh Gulnaz actually over here saying that shaving beard is not allowed too in the chat. So so <laughs> no that's stay right on the shave beard a the ladies I love, love it. What's up? That's right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, guys, we mm-hmm. are going to – actually, Kyle, once again, he's going to be at the Swoopin' D uh, Beach Party, Fiesta Island, uh, down in San Diego. It's going to be a great time. Once again, he's on location there. And uh, starting next week on Wednesday oh, – It's probably – I think it's that one. Vacation Island. Three Bolt Bros will oh, be so at training fun. camp. Out in yep. Costa Mesa. We'll be there Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Cannot wait to be out there with everybody out there. Seeing the team on field once again. Seeing all the hype coming around for this team. I can't wait, but please do come on out to training camp also uh, next week. But if you can make it to uh, Fiesta Island down in San Diego, please come on down there. And say what up to everybody. It's a great way to be able to get hyped to get the, get ready for the season and such. So let's go. Let's get I'm I'm excited. I can't wait. Uh, it's gonna be exciting. Yeah, shoot out your questions, folks. Again, we are talking 100 percent offense today, too. Yeah, let's do a real quick recap of the videos we did this week, but get your questions in. We got plenty of slides. We're gonna go through this as well, too. So uh, I did a video uh earlier this week why the why 2023 is so critical for, for the Los Angeles Chargers. Look, it, it boils down to money, right? You know, uh, Bosa, Mac, Allen Williams, expensive contracts. I think that's really one of the things I wanted to talk about. I think it's going to be really big. It's a run it back year. It's going to be an opportunity for these guys to go get a championship. 
and they're doing it on Herbert's contract, right? So, you know, we all know Herbert's contract is still a conversation point. You know, the whole Joe Burrow conversation is very important. He was signed before or he was drafted before Justin Herbert. He's been to the Super Bowl, yada, yada. So, you know, their agents are kind of playing chicken to decide who's going to blink first to see who signs that contract first because, you know, it'd be very interesting to see how that all plays out. So, I'm I, again, this is an extremely important year, as we all know. So I'm excited for it. James, Kyle, any other thoughts on that? You know, the big thing about it, too, I mean, we, we talk a lot about the cuts and everything, too, but you also do have to look at 2025 and the amount of money we have available yep. in 2025. We still have to build a team past this year. You know, there's a possibility of doing even rene renegotiation or extensions of contracts uh, to be able to push out. If, if really this season goes well, would they try to run it back with the same squad again? Would they try to be able to make it work? I mean, I know uh, Justin Herbert's going to be thick. Um, his contract's not going to be cheap. But at the same side, we could look at extensions. We could look at renegotiations. We could find ways to be able to push money around. But it is a big season regardless. And I think it's a big season yeah. for yeah. Uh, Tom Telesco and Brandon Staley on top of that. Big too. time. So big that's time. a big, big part of it. So There's pressure there, right? There's pressure Do you have there. any thoughts on that? So, I mean, this is truly an all-in year. Uh, because, I mean, realistically, like, I mean, most of our coaches have only had about four years um, as a head coach with the Chargers. And, and so that's this is now Brandon Staley's fourth year with us. Yep. Entering his fourth year. So, um, obviously, he's been a main coach, but we want to go deeper into the playoffs and actually some playoff games and win – Essentially, FC Championship as at the at best, obviously, you know. Um, I, I mean, at least I would say I would love, you know, but that's that's a hard hard mountain to climb because of the everything. But uh, you know, having Kellen Moore on board now is is really going to uh, elevate us to a whole new level. So, um, and obviously, like you're talking about, these salary issues are uh, salary cap issues are, are going to be a huge thing for us because, hey, like we're probably going to talk about this team's going to be very different next year. So yeah. um, yep. we need, we need to make a lot of stuff happen this year or else, you know, it, it's what, what are we going to do next year? I mean, they'll figure it out. And I believe that they, they will, but uh, you know, um, Tom Telesco's had about 10 years with his team. And uh, you know, we, we haven't seen a whole lot from him. So maybe it's the end for him. It's, I don't know. There, there's a whole lot going on that we can't uh, quite figure out. And we're still, still trying to figure out how, where this, this tail's at. So <laughs> we're, 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 we're circling around uh, Mission Bay right now. So that's yeah. funny. But we're here. Okay. Okay. Cool. That's funny. Kyle, yeah, yeah, go back on mute, man. It's, uh, it's a lot of background noise too. So just so you know, appreciate it. Okay. Thank you. Um, yeah. So James, we could talk a little bit about your video real fast as well too. And then, uh, and then go from there. Yeah. And so I did a video on the state of the 2023 chargers and just kind of talk about the team as a whole and kind of what we have in front of us and you know like just what i alluded to i mean this is a big year for brandon staley and tom telesco to really get it right i mean tom telesco has been in the, with this team now like going into his 11th year brandon staley's in his third year you know this is basically would be the third head coach under tom telesco 
you know, we've had really good drafts in the last two years. Um, I feel Telesco has gotten yeah. a lot more heat than I don't think he needs to have. I think he's done a good job last couple of years, but I think that's also also the Brandon Staley effect uh, yeah. too. I think he's really guided Tom Telesco around and uh, did a good job to be able to get the right players for the system. And so uh, it makes me think about the other t- other coaches under Telesco. What, were they just giving Telesco the reins? And then it was like, hey, we'll fit it in the system somewhere or another and not really thinking about the right player for the yeah. right position kind of thing uh, or right system. So going over all the offense, defense, and everything too, you know, the whole root of this whole team is got to stay healthy. There's yep. plenty about this team to like. There's <laughs> a lot of people on ESPN, all the all the the quote-unquote uh, um, experts are just like, hey, we say it every year with this team. Great team. Just can't stay healthy. And that's the root of this season. If we could stay freaking healthy, this team will be dynamite, 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 dynamite. And so <laughs> that's really it. But I mean, we have plenty of depth. We got great depth on the wide receiver side of things. Defensively, cornerbacks, I think, could be a huge strength with this team, especially if JC Jackson comes back, which is one thing I'm really going to watch on training camp day one. I want to see if J.C. Jackson's going to be on field already. That would be a massive, massive jump because he did also have a doctor's appointment about his knee back in June. They kind of didn't talk too much about it if he's been cleared to play. So obviously day one will tell us a lot on what's going on with J.C. Jackson. So there's a lot to like about this team, a lot of depth about this team. I think there's a lot of excitement with this team. And I think it's kind of nice to be somewhat under, under the radar this year um, but just having the same talent that we got the hype from last year, yep. plus added more firepower. So sounds good. It's exciting. Good. It's exciting. So uh, we're going to get you guys' questions as well, too, folks. I just think I would just add one thing, too, right? I, I am happy with Justin. I, obviously, I'm going to do a video on Justin Herbert on Monday, yep. talking about what he's done well in his career already, and then what I think Kellen Moore will help. As far as him progressing to the next level, right? I think I think there's some things that he can do to improve and do better. And last year was obviously a weird year for us as well, too. Having said that, um, I think that um, I, I think the biggest thing I like about Brandon Staley, he's finally got the Spanos family spending money. Secondarily, yep. the GM, the entire organization is on the same page. They're making decisions together as a group and they're making decisions as a plan. Because if you look at this draft that we had last season, think of it this way. We did not re-sign Kenneth Murray's uh, fifth year contract. And guess yep. what? We got Dayon Henley. Everyone is hyped on Dayon Henley. A lot of people had him as the number one linebacker in the draft. So across the board, they did a great job. And they're not just focusing on offense. Darius Davis for special teams, but he will be a part of the offense as well, too. So we'll talk all about that as well, too. So I've been very happy with our leadership. That's what I've liked. I think, again, we're talking a little bit more about this. I'm going to talk more about this on Monday. Kellen Moore is going to bring it to the next level. Okay, so let's go to um, some of the questions here. So, Kevin, we are going to be talking about the undrafted rookies. Um, right now, the one that seems to be balling out, at least what we keep talking about, is uh, our boy Pokey. I was going to say Poiky. 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 Yeah. So, no, a lot of people are really liking him. I mean, that guy yeah. seems to be explosive, you know. Crazy. Um, yeah. It's crazy. And look – We've got some guys on the depth. We're going to go through the depth chart as well that yeah. I don't, they might not sign again. We might say, sorry, you know, Pokey beat you out or whatever. And yeah. that's it. 
Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that depth chart for sure, because there's a lot to talk about on that position, specifically that room, that whole wide receiver room. Yep. Uh, So this is Aether's question. I want to start with my coach. Don't fool yourself. He is the leader in charge of him. Um, He's going to tell the OC and Herbert to go for it uh, for the kill later. I'll explain uh, in your thoughts. Um, I would assume you're talking more about the fourth and Staley thing. And look, I I really think Brandon Staley is going to be 100% on top of that. He did not care. You know, Kellen Moore has obviously said, I want to light up the scoreboard. So I think that's a good point. Um, yep. We got I an offense been- that you can't stop. Why not? You know, once you pop, you can't stop like a can of Pringles, baby. <laughs> All gas, no breaks, baby. All gas, no <laughs> that's breaks. That's right. I thought you said something else, dude. Gas. All ass, no breaks? <laughs> yeah, All ass, no like, breaks. Yo, what? That's, that's part of my dating profile. That's my dating profile. No big deal. <laughs> Ah, this is stupid. <laughs> so yeah, Willie, you know, you're a good point, right? I mean, you know, I think a lot about that with uh Allen, or no, sorry, it was Williams who got hurt in that, that Broncos game right before the uh playoff yeah. game, you know. So look, it is what it is. You know, I you know, we we've all seen the excuses as to what happened and they wanted to have some momentum going. And again, man, Allen Williams had not been on the field a whole lot all season, right? Yep. So, you know, they they had not been playing together. So I, I don't know. I, I can see both. I can see both things going. Um, yeah. So. And, the, and the thing about it is, is like, I get both sides of it. And, you know, it's just an unfortunate event that happened. And I mean, yep. the thing is that we went over Mike Williams and his injuries in the past. And he has a lot of back injuries for some reason. And I, yeah, I kind of watched a little bit of how he plays and tends to be a lot of 50-50 balls where he catches at the pinnacle and he lands a lot on his back and, like, his lower backside and stuff. So, you know, obviously the more you keep doing that, the more your body will get beat up, the more susceptible it is to injuries and such. And so, you know, but it is kind of a sheer bad luck for us. But that's the Chargers. Um, That's the Chargers. That's kind of what we've done. (laughs) 100%. Guys, and again, we are talking about the offense today. Um, um, And uh, we are going to focus on the offense. Last week was defense. So maybe let's show the slide, James, and then uh, we'll go from there. Uh, as you're pulling this up, I'll just answer Antoine's question real quick. Again, talking offense today, uh, JC Jackson's looking pretty good. The rumors are he's actually going to be ready to rock. So um, I'm I'm pretty hyped about that. He's he's looking really really good. I I actually think he'll probably be a day one starter. I don't I don't suspect there be any issues. So yeah, he's at that point of about eight months, I think, since his injury, which they said yep. it's a six to eight month kind of injury. Right. And now, once again, patellar tendons, there's a lot of guys that have blown that out and have not been able to come back at all. Yep. Like, yep. It's a tough one. I really think that J.C. Jackson, and now once again, we don't, we're not tied to the tar- charges directly. We don't see J.C. Jackson at working out. We see clips of him. But, I mean, the way I'm seeing it as in the la- last uh, offseason training uh, camp, he was out there running yep. around, kind of going back and forth. It was a little slow on the back pedal, but it looked good on the forward uh, run. So, there is a little bit there that I'm going to be hopefully keeping a very close eye on uh, when we go to training camp on Wednesday. So, and, and for the first three days too. So we'll see, we'll see how it goes. I mean, I, I think JC Jackson should be ready in my opinion. So we'll see. I'm not a doctor, so don't take me, take, don't take medical advice from me. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> but let's get into the offense here, guys. Um, you know, even to say James over here talked about James Bauer says, hey, I put blame on Stanley, too, for that last game. Should have told Lombardi, come on, man, stop with the dink and dunk offense and yep. uh, first downs and points on the board. 
we should have should have just kind of ran a little bit more. Um, I mean, we kind of were just. It was another game that somebody kind of brought up too. It was actually the yep. Falcons Super Bowl yep. um, when they were up on the Patriots. Good, huge lead. What did they end up doing? Screwing themselves up because they didn't just run the ball and try to run the dang clock out. Now, we didn't have the best run game by any means, and we'll talk about that later on here in this video and kind of go over the stats and such, but that is a hard part of our offense last year that we just could not figure out. Now, was that Lombardi to blame? Was that Austin Eckler? Was that the run game in general and just not good design? Who knows? But it yep. was a lot, a lot of times that we were just not – really progressive at all first down runs and kind of put us into third and long kind of situations yeah that we just couldn't couldn't get past that point so yeah but either way offense 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 a lot to like about this offense this upcoming year i mean a lot of depth all around with this team you got uh seemingly a healthy justin herbert we got rashawn slater back who's going to be massive for us by the way yep. You got movement on the O-line, too, where you're putting Jamari on the right guard with Zion on the left guard now. Corey Lindsley in the middle with bringing Trey Pipkins to the right tackle. I mean, and wide receiver depth is ridiculous on this team. Yeah. Um, well, and 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 I, I think when we talk wide receiver, too, though, um, we're going to see a lot of rotation. Allen, Williams, Palmer, Q. I, I just look because I, I, one thing that I've always said about our coaching staff, and I know Brandon Staley likes this, he likes to keep people healthy for the fourth quarter for the push, right? Yeah. So my thought is keep Allen, give Williams out there, rotate players around, right? Move people around, like let yep. Q let, let Q take. He's got young legs, man. I mean, look, you know, you, you and I, we're getting old, man. I'll tell you what, my back hurts. Everything hurts. Everything creaks and crumbles. You know, <laughs> it sucks. And and Allen and Williams are right there. I mean, those guys have been yep. beat up all the time, right? Yeah. So. Use exactly. the young legs for a while. Like, get them yep. out there. Let them do their thing for a bit, right? You know, I mean, it just makes more sense to me. And it was and interesting right. for Marcus to bring out this comment, too. Josh Palmer's in his prime. It should be uh, have his best season, fully featuring Slayer in the slot. Hope yep. to see 60 to 7% of Keenan snaps there. You know, it, it, so I've had this thought, and we've talked a little bit briefly about this and how this is a critical season for us because of next year, things could happen and change. Josh Palmer could step up into that Keenan Allen role. That's where things could kind of shift for him next year. That's yep. where things could kind of move around where you say, hey, you got Josh Palmer here who did have a very good season. He actually essentially had a career career season with the Chargers last year. If he could kind of fit into that mold, hey, you never know. I mean, Josh Palmer was a little bit injured in this offseason training uh, timeline too. So something was going on there. He really wasn't working out too much. Who knows yeah. what's happening there, but let's see how that goes on Wednesday and seeing if he's on field and such too. So, yeah, and guys, um, just, you know, uh, we'll let Kyle come back in once he uh, settles that settles down at a spot. I know he was just really choppy. The video was quality yep. was just kind of all over the place. So, um, so James Bauer, this is a good point. Yeah. If you score 30, which man, I'd love to score 30, I mean, hundred percent. And then, yeah, you know, you obviously have a decent running game, you know, life is good. Right. And so, and that's really where Lombardi struggled. I felt yeah. like he always came in with a plan and never adjusted his plan ever, right? Yeah. Zone reads, gap schemes on the run. He didn't he didn't adjust. You know who does that? Is Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore yeah. is fantastic at adjusting because he knows they're running a bare front, they're running a five-man front, two linebackers. All right. Zone zone read runs the best against it, right? 
they know yep. what plays are going to work well against what they're seeing defensively. So whatever team does defensively against us, they're going to go with the matchups they think is going to give them a, a, a you know an advantage. Now, of course, Lombardi did the same. Okay, let's yep. let's not fool ourselves. The difference is his philosophies and how he wants to manage that is going to be different, right? That's why player callers are very important. So right. I think that's a really good point. Um, and then Aether's got a question here before we go to the next slide. Um, uh, this is for you, I guess, James. Yep. My first question, James, is Kellen Moore on the hot seat. I asked this because our offense was horrible last year and they're expecting a lot from him. Let me hear you, my bro. Yeah, we'll chat a little bit more about that here shortly. Sure. And, and there's a lot of hype. There's a lot of hype. There's a lot to like about yep. Kellen Moore being here. I mean, you know, and, and and to give fairness to Lombardi, Lombardi did have a pretty fair first season. Last season, yep. he got the short end of the stick because there's a lot of injuries at, at yep. critical positions. So, I mean, it could have been a totally different offense all around for us. But, you know, unfortunately, you know, the NFL stands for not for long, you know. And, uh, you know, you get the boot every now and then because just because of other injuries happening. But to Andy's <laughs> point, too, he talked yeah. a little bit about, you know, how Kellen Moore can make adjustments. And that's a big thing that you need as an offensive coordinator, a guy who could adjust accordingly. 100%. And again, we need to establish the run game. Again, Marty Ball. And again, here's the thing, too. I really felt like the line was not great last year. Yep. Rashawn Slater going down was not good. That we had hurt. people out of positions that were not in their natural spots. I think this next season could be a lot better. Yep. And they're going to simplify things as well, too. Yep. Um and I think this is going to be a good point. Yep. You know, uh, a kill them all, take them team. I, I really believe it's going to be a big thing for him too. You know, um, you know, the biggest problem though with, with uh, Allen is his age and his injury yep. proneness, right? That's where guys next year, he, if you watch my video, he was, I think he's set to make 35 million next year. Same with Williams. Yeah. Bananas, bananas money guys. Yep. So these guys right here, Alan Williams, probably not going to be here, you know, in 2024. It is what it is. Right. So, um, yeah, it's a lot of money. I mean, we got to, we got to find a way to be able to work with that, but that's down the road. Let's talk about yep. 2023. We got him on the team and, yep. and yeah, obviously Alan looks like a great receiver, great feet still. You know, I, yep. I do think that there's a, a hard drop off on players sometimes with their catching ability and their hands get a little bit older and, you know, and such. So we'll, we'll see where it goes from there. So, yeah, exactly. Um, um Perfect. All right. Yeah. Go to the next slide and then we'll go from there. Okay. I think this is our depth chart slide, isn't it? Yep. Uh, no, this oh, is actually going to be our stats from 2022 uh, yep. for our offense last year. So we did about 6,108 to uh, yards total, which brought us to about 359.3 yards per game. So, I mean, we were ranked here one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ninth in the league as total yards. So it's not like we didn't have a lack of throwing the ball by any means, but if you do look at the one in three position, you look at, well, the Chiefs are there. The Eagles are there. Yep. The Bills, obviously, they were there. Niners were there. Niners were there, which is shocking to think about yep. that because they've had a lot of adjustments uh, for quarterbacks. Uh, Brock Purdy balled out. And then you look at pretty much all of these squads on here, all were in the playoffs outside of the Lions. Um you need to throw a lot of yards per game. You need a high average. And, well, you know, I want to nope. say that if you looked at uh, – let me pull this up here. Well, so James, Dallas, but, but the, the glaring issue there, too, is 23 points per game. A hundred percent. We That's sucked in the terrible. red zone. And, guys, th this is where I – here's the thing. This is where I struggle with Joe Lombardi. He was terrible in the red zone. 
This yep. is where Kellen Moore is very good. Yep. If you look at the Cowboys, I think you might be pulling that up now. Cowboys led the league in red zone efficiency with Dak yep. Prescott. A everyone would argue is not a good is a quarterback yep. as Justin Herbert. We all know that, right? So right. it's one of those things where that's that's what we're expecting as a fan base to see some sort of production or at least a better production in the red zone is what we're wanting to see. So well, it's 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 a big big conversation. It's a big conversation. Yeah, and the and and the that's a glaring point for sure. The points yeah. per game. Just to give you a contrast, Dallas was at about twenty seven points per game. Yeah, in that crazy? You understand how? Yep. How different that will be for a game of a win loss. On top of that, our rushing was the one of the lowest in the league, under ninety yards, eighty nine point six yep. rushing yards per game. Two contrast. Dallas was at about 135 yards per game. You understand right. how different that could be for how a game is played out. If yep. you have a run and pass offense, a very balanced game at that point, this could be a totally different season for us. 27 points versus our defense at 22 points giving up. You realize that's a five-point gap right there. That could have been a, a massive difference hard. between a win and a loss. Yep. That's why every game was close. And and yep. that's that's the problem, right? And again, I, this is why an offensive coordinator, again, I, I it was a couple of weeks ago, I talked about the difference between a head coach that's a defensive-minded head coach and an offensive-minded yep. head coach. That's why an offensive-minded head coach is usually has more value than a defensive-minded head coach, just because you yep. want to keep the continuity of the um, uh, the actual players. Okay, yep. Kyle, let's let's – Let's keep you off until you actually set up, buddy. Okay, there we go. Um, so, Aether, yes. Um, Keenan's. I see. I'm not. I, I don't have my tripod. I'm not going to be set up. Just showing everybody the the tailgate. We out okay. here. Yeah. Nice. We out here, Got baby. It. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> okay. You just click them out, dude. <laughs> no, no, no. He just did that himself. I, I, I think Kyle. You, you, okay, Kyle. All right. So. Let, let me get to the question here. Um, I have great feelings for Keenan this year. I Look, I actually think he could have a great season, right? But, again, the argument is getting a little older, right? And he's getting paid a lot of money to catch balls, right? And don't get me wrong. I think he's going to be fantastic. They are going to rotate him. I, I really don't believe they're just going to keep him out there all the time. I think he'll he'll get less snaps. I think Williams will get less snaps with Q out there specifically and Palmer. I think they'll yep. use all those guys. Um, and Darius Davis. It's going to be really interesting to see. So, yeah. Um, yep. This is a question by Leo, and then uh, we'll go to the next slide, because I think the next slide is actually the actual uh, depth chart. So, James, what do you thought about this whole um, uh, zone scheme? I, I, I'm i actually a big fan of it. I think he'll do really well in the zone scheme. You, you know. We did it with Lombardi. The problem is he would go gap, and then he'd go zone, and he just never really – he just he, his 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 game planning was terrible. That was my frustration. Yep. Well, there really wasn't much help at all. It seemed like anytime that he did a run, it was kind of more just like, you know, it's on the running back to be able to figure things out. Not putting basically some blockers in front of him. It just felt very very dull and boring, and it just didn't seem to work at all. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting because I know there was some weird, you know, rumor that that that. Um, Austin Eckler yep. was possibly going to get traded. Yep. And that's kind of a crazy little idea of going into training camp. Now, once again, maybe they look at and say, hey, Joshua Kelly, who we chatted with last week, you know, he was just like, hey, man, I'm ready to make it happen. This is my career or this is my contract year. I got to make it happen this year. And yep. so 
you know, if you see Isaiah Spiller, who they drafted last year, maybe if he's, these guys are doing maybe a better fit for Kellen Moore's whole offense and his scheme, who knows? Who knows? Eckler's a great guy where he gets a lot of touchdowns for us, but we do need to be able to find a way to establish a run with this team. Yeah, Period. for sure. We need that. Yeah, and it's a good point. Yep, you got to have balance. Uh, 60-40 is what Tom Telesco keeps saying. That sounds makes a lot of sense to me. 60-40 pass to, to run makes a lot of sense. Good to see you guys. Yeah, Hey. Man. You got, you got uh, the Herbert Bull Pride 602. Bull Pride 602. What's up, guys? Let's go. I don't know that they're going to let Herbert run the ball a ton. Um, I don't think they want him to get hurt. I think they might a little bit here and there. Um, uh you know, uh, Chargers Weekly talked about Horvath a little bit. I I, yeah. I think it's an interesting thing to think about because I don't know how he fits well within – Matt Money Smith talked quite a bit about this. He's like, yeah, I don't know how he fits well within Kellen Moore's system. I would be really sad to see him go because I think he's good. They won't let him go. I doubt it. But I think he needs to prove himself on special teams specifically, right? Big time, um, big time. I mean, the issue. thing about it is, is that there's a lot of uh, a lot of really good talent on this team. And uh, we could talk a little bit more about that depth chart side of things, too, because, you know, does the scheme want to have a fullback? I mean, a fullback is a dying breed type position in the NFL. And so I do think Horvath's an awesome player. But at the same side, like if you got a guy that might be another dude that could just really fill a big gap or add more talent to this team. I mean, who knows? I mean, I I, I think uh, I think that. there's Pablo. Oh, what up? Pablo. What up, oh, dude? Man. Um, That's so good seeing guys there. again. Like this is this is why we do this, right? You know. Oh, if this doesn't get you excited for the season, I don't know dude. what will, folks. Right? Am I right? Come on yeah, now. Yeah, dude. This is the best oh. thing. I can't wait to be there. I can't wait to be there at training camp, man. It's gonna be a great time. It's gonna be a great time. Can't wait. That's why people do these like swooping D's why doing this right now. This is a hyped up type. Yep you know, party to basically get the season going, man. Like this is very, very exciting. Very exciting to see. Good point here, Kyle, too. It'll be interesting to see what they do with him in camp. I'm very curious to see how they line him up. Yeah. Uh, I think he could do a lot of different things. Um, So I'm very excited. Again, Horvath's going to be one of the guys I'm going to be looking for because I do think there's a whole lot. And again, Lombardi, I was so frustrated with him. We don't have to talk about him much more anymore. (laughs) I'm done with that guy. I don't want to talk about him. Remember we went into training camp day one. We're like, is that Lombardi walking down the street? Shoot, man. Ran him over with the car, dude. Come on now. (laughs) You want to go? That's a good point. Yeah, go to the next slide. Yeah, and this is a good point. While, while James is pulling up the next slide, uh, yeah, short yard specialist. I love the idea of that, you know. Um, look, he's a big dude, man. He's a big guy. He used to be a linebacker, you know. So there's a lot there to talk about, right? So very exciting. Yeah, it's, you know, and that's what training camp's all about. It's all about figuring out a player position and where he could be at and where he could fit. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. So we pulled up the current depth chart of this team and you know what we start with the wide receivers here guys like i mean the amount of depth that we have there is insane it's crazy and you got pokey wilson who's getting all this hype like he's getting a lot of hype right now like uh terrell bynum that's another guy that i think that's been a little bit more talk about him too i know we've done some videos on it but realistically if you think about it obviously you got your mike williams queen queen Quentin Johnson. <laughs> that was great. 
Keenan Allen, uh, Josh Palmer, they're locks. Now, yep. Darius Davis, you know he's going to be there because he's obviously a draft pick. Like, he's a guy that Special has to be on this yeah. team. Jalen yeah. Guyton, you know, that's one thing that we signed him before speed. We need to know his knee is good. Like, yeah. that's bottom line how it works. The thing about Pokey Wilson, you've seen his, some of his, like, highlight catches. I mean, the guy seems like an absolute stud. Florida State guy, a guy that has a lot of Florida State, you know, dudes on this team, by the way. Um it's one of those things that he needs to find a way to step up through special teams first, but in preseason, that's his ticket to show that he can be a wide receiver relied yeah. on. Yep. Now, are we going to hold seven wide receivers on the 53 man squad? Who knows, man? I don't know. But right now, essentially it's all, it's like the battle for Jalen Guyton's position. So like, that's really it. If Jalen Guyton's knee is not a hundred percent and doesn't have the speed that he had, that's where Pokey Wilson might be that dude that could kind of find a way slide yeah. right up into that position, dude. So, well, and, and I think, I think two people's jobs here are probably in jeopardy. Keelan Doss and John Hightower, I would say also, yeah. I, I just don't feel they've never really been on the field. I think Doss was on the giants. Didn't we scoop him up last year? Yeah, I think uh, he was on the Raiders or something too, or yeah. Like oh, that's right. He was Raiders. Yeah. And, and so, I, like, I think Pokey Wilson has a shot of making at least the practice squad for sure, yep. you know, a depth piece, right? But I think this is where we might see John Hightower and Keelan Doss maybe go. And who knows, right? Again, this team wants to get young. We we yep. clearly are very old. We have a lot of veteran contracts that are, you know, that are going to have to be sort of adjusted after the season, right? Again, it's it doesn't really matter a whole lot right now, but it's a big part of the conversation. So let's just talk about the line uh, at this point. And guys, keep throwing your questions out as well, too. Yeah. Um, go ahead. You know, you got Rashawn Slater back. How big is that? So you know, so high. Yep. Starting starting line is Rashawn Slater, left tackle, left guard, Zion Johnson, Corey Lindsley at center, Jamari Sawyer, my man, and Trey <laughs> Pipkins at right tackle. So the right side is great. They've chatted yep. a lot about the left side just being the absolute just strength of this line. Um, yeah. It's great to be able to see we have this this team and. Really, the thing is, though, Rashawn Slater makes a massive difference to the run game. I mean, yep. there is no doubt about that, guys. And so it's great to see him out there. It sucks that if we would have won that Jags game, he probably would have been activated for, you know, the divisional game. It would have been good to be able to get him one game under his belt. But, hey, he's yeah. this is where we're at now. Um, and then we got our backups, our Foster Sorrell, who I think is getting better. And I've watched a couple of his games um, from yep. last year. And, he didn't do bad. He did not do bad. Now, I'll say this with the Brandon Hymas uh, at, slated at left guard. I think that's kind of one of those guys that's on, on the potential point of getting cut this season. Um, you know, Andrew Trainer's been out there. Will Clapp got re-signed. Jordan McFadden could probably fill in that position too. Zach yep. Bailey. Like, those guys are out there and hungry. And Brandon Hymas hasn't really done enough to really show that he is ready. Now you hope that this is the point though, where he could really, really kind of step up when necessary. And you think of three years in now in the NFL, he's figured it out. So yeah, that's true. We'll see, yeah. see where yeah, he ends up going. And the one thing I will say to Jordan McFadden, I'm really hyped for that guy, right? Because yeah. he, so he's, he kind of reminds me of uh, Jamari Sawyer in the sense that he's kind of played all over the line. Dude, like, yeah, like 30, 200 snaps or something like that at, at Clemson. Yeah. 
And yeah. he's played everywhere, right? And you need a guy like that that can just plug and play, plug and play, plug and play. You know, that goes a long way, right? Like, okay, perfect example. Pipkins had injuries last season. What if Jordan McFadden stepped in for Pipkins if he goes down? Yeah, right. That could happen, guys, right? But the nice thing is, is Jordan McFadden's good enough that he probably could step in. Now, that would probably be Foster Sorrell. It sounds like that's mostly going to be his role. Um, because he he came in for Pipkins last season, I yep. believe, on the right right tackle. So, but again, depending on camp, you know how that plays out, right? I, I do yep. think that that's going to be a very interesting thing. And I I, I think um, Foster Sorrell was like one of the highest recruited linemen ever out of high school. Like, I mean, yep. the guy was supposed to be the man. He and and he's been good, you know. Um, but you know, I, I again, he's he's got a lot of things to learn. So. Yep. And he's been working out with Duke Mannyweather too. So yep. he's been out there working with those guys. So you'd hope that that's going to be helping out with his like technique and everything too. And, you know, Rashawn's been doing that too. So it's one of those things that, and Trey Pipkins too. Um, so a lot of the O-line has been really, really working with him and, and really just getting some good, good uh, guidance and, and training. So yep. Um, moving on to tight ends group, you know, Gerald Everett, he keeps having career years after career years. Um you know, he's another threat on this on this team. I mean, you think – I mean, some people wanted to be able to go tight end. I get it. Um, I know we talked a little bit about it, too, um, for the draft. We didn't. We felt pretty good about Gerald Everett, a guy that has actually done pretty well for us. And then Donald Parham re-signing him to a two-year contract. Yeah. You know, Got to keep that guy healthy, man. Got to keep him healthy. Yeah, and that guy could be healthy. Just adding more size all around for the red zone side of things, too. Um, yeah, and and Trey – yeah, I was yeah. just gonna say Trey hasn't really been the best blocker, but no. that's kind of what he was brought in here for. And you gotta wonder how they're gonna use him for that. I mean, I'm kind of hoping he has a breakout year, even if he's just a better blocker. Yep. Just better, just more efficient. And Stone Smart's been a guy that was on the squad. I think he was on the field and got a couple catches last season. Um, nothing too big about it, but that's our that's our tight ends currently right now. Um, yep. you know, and the thing is though, if you go back to Dallas Cowboys, he did utilize tight ends quite a bit over there. Um, so we'll see where it pans out with them. But moving on to the quarterback, this is pretty self-explanatory. Justin Herbert, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I mean, you can't say anything about that. We know who he is. Um, Easton Stick now being that two guy. He's finally got his opportunity to be the two guy. And uh, it'll be interesting to see with not having Chase Daniels there and how that affects Justin Herbert, um, if he really was that coach guy or not. So we'll see. So one thing I'll say about our quarterbacks, and I – I, I actually think we could see them come in on running plays. We could see some wildcat, maybe yeah. some other things with these guys. Because, by the way, the Brock is it the they call it a Brock Purdy rule, right? Where you can have 50, you, on your fifty-three man roster, your third quarterback does not count as yep. a a person for your fifty-three man roster. So, if, if if Dugan's a free play, why not put him out there? He's a really athletic He's guy. He's fast. a lot like a Taysom yeah. Hill, right? And so. Yep. Why not move him around? Maybe, you know, use him as a little bit of a kind of a trick play type of guy. You know, he yeah. comes out, you know, sort of like a Taysom Hill type of guy. You know, I, I again, will they do it? Who knows? But, you know, maybe they'll put him in for running plays. Um, and guys, remember, I picked it. Seventh round pick. Remember this? You I did. said, you did. we're going to pick Max Dugan. And again, the reason why I thought about that was I, he's a baller, made it to the national championship game. And he's just a gritty dude that can just make it happen. And he's the type of guy this team wants, right? He's a leader. Yeah. And so I was pretty hyped that they got him. Plus, I also knew we wanted three quarterbacks. Why not make your seventh round pick a good pick? Um, I think Dugan's the right guy, so I'm excited about him. I thought it was an interesting comment here with Ch uh, Kyle yep. uh, Shellhammer. 
reminds me of Mariota. And I could see yep. that. I could totally yep, see that. Sure. Just a guy that can move with the ball in his hands. And the Raiders utilized him when he was uh, a second quarterback for that reason. So, yep. Um, yep. so it, it'll be interesting to see what they do with those kind of guys. And I mean, the thing is, though, Easton Sticks got some elusiveness to him. I remember a couple yep. of years ago um, in preseason, I mean, LT kept talking about it. He's like, this guy's got something. Like, he has something. There's something about this guy that just kind of knows what he's doing. It was kind of inconsistent on his quarterback play, but he just found ways to be able to get the ball in the end zone. Uh, 100%. 100%. um, And moving on to the running backs, Austin Eckler, we who know who he is. He's one of the best in the league. Gets nose for the the, uh, end zone. But from this point, it's it's about Joshua Kelly and uh, Isaiah Spiller stepping up somewhere or another. Isaiah Spiller really kind of had a little bit of an offseason, didn't really have too much go well in his way to where he could have a lot of touches, but he did get a few. Joshua Kelly had a little bit of injury bug, but was efficient when he had the ball in his hands. Um, and then Larry Roundtree, we'll see where he's at. He's kind of just kind of getting lost in the shuffle at this point. We do have also some running backs too. I think it was Dotson. I think is another guy that uh, we have as an undrafted free agent guy who's a running back, I think from Colorado, I believe. Um, yeah. We got some other undrafted free agents there. So there's going to be a little push around there and then round it out with fullback with Xander Horvath um, as a fullback. So it's a lot here to see kind of what's going on. Um, yep. it, we got a really good squad all around. Um, yeah. So I'm excited. Good point. Good point with uh, with, with Guyton here too. Um, big fan of Guyton. I, I think yep. Guyton's great. I think he'll be fine. I, I'm not too concerned about him. Yep. Um, Kevin. Our healthy wide receiver tight end, Ryan McCourt, uh, dilemmas for opposing defenses. Yep. I Big time. Big time. We, we've talked about it. Say, like, we struggled. Okay. Why did Austin Eckler get so many damn balls last year? We had no wide receivers to throw the ball to, period. We just didn't. And actually, Eckler talked about that, I think, on the Ritz Eisen show. He's like, yeah, well, we don't have anybody to throw the ball to. So, um, Eckler, you're going to be getting at least 10 receptions um, yep. a game. And we just never deviated from that game plan because we had so many stinking injuries, right? So yeah. if we could just stay healthy, we'd be fine. I think Dicker will probably still make the team. Uh, I, I think he's still going to be the guy because he's younger too, specifically. But uh, our other our other boy is still in there as well too. Um, yep. Uh, why am I drawing a blank on his name all of a sudden? The other kicker. Uh, it's uh, – uh, Oh, my gosh. Hopkins. Hopkins, yes. Hopkins, Dustin, yes. Dustin Hopkins. Yeah, that's it. There Hopkins. you are. Remember, I, I kept I kept messing up the name all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's so funny. That's so yeah. funny. D hop. Uh, yep, that's exactly this point. Okay, here we go. Um, yeah, and again, Kyle, like I said, I I I can see some shake and bake, some some sort of interesting things that they do with him. Um, yeah. you know, and you're right. Sony Michelle last year was a mistake as well too. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if we do go sign anybody again. You guys all know that I've been a big fan of John Johnson. Um. But I think it's a money issue with him at this moment, right? I think he probably yeah. wants more money. So, you know, who knows, right? There's, um, there's I think, a fair amount yeah. of running backs available out there, like Fournette, True. you know. I mean, um, I think it was Robinson who was the running back for the Jets who got let go, and then he was on the Jags before that. He just got signed by the Giants. I, it seems like a very, very minimal contract. I mean, Melvin Gordon got signed for $3.1 million. Now, is it really a necessary signing? I'm not sure, but that's what preseason training camp kind of figures it out, you know. But yeah, and I I'm really happy with our running back room. I mean, look, you got Austin Eckler, who's one of the best running backs in the league. We all know that. 
Uh, he is probably going to be getting some light work. Again, I do not think he's going to have the same season he's had the last two seasons. I think that the ball is going to get spread around a lot. Yep. So he's not going to get what he got last season. His incentives that he got, not going to be yep. there for him this year, in my opinion. Yep. But that's just my opinion. Well, we so, got so much, so much height at the wide receiver position. And then yeah. plus the tight end. Like we Even through depth of our team, we have so much depth there. Now, to be determined, I know Aimbot's over here saying, what could go wrong? will go wrong we're talking about the charges here i'm not buying any charges hype this year hey man you know we're a jaded fan base and uh it's hard to be a chargers fan that's for dang sure hey i'll tell you i'll tell you what though it's also hard to be a cowboys fan those guys walk yeah. around acting like you know they're walking on water or whatever i mean come yeah. on now it's you got tough. you got dak prescott that guy is not going to take you to the promised land dude this no, is not going to happen no, man no so so well, you want to jump to the next slide here. We'll, yeah, we'll kind of move them along here. So going from the depth chart, one of the things that we talked about was our new offensive coordinator. And PFF ranks top 10 offensive coordinators. And voila, Kellen Moore, number two. <laughs> voila. So, <laughs> the, the, the thing about it is, is like, look, like he has a phenomenal ability this year with this squad being healthy to be able yeah. to put him at a higher level and put him at a position where he could be a head coach somewhere else. Like, it's amazing about what he has on his table. Ben Johnson last year for the Lions did a phenomenal job. Did a great job. Team. Yeah, got, I read some interesting articles on him. Yep. Jared Goff, yep. I mean, he was balling last year. Hey, just throwing out there, that's kind of where that low-key guy that you might want to throw on a stash late pick, get a Jared Goff on your fantasy team. Because I think he could have a massive year this year. By the way, I love number nine, dude. Jim Bob Cooter. What a great name. What a great name. <laughs> I mean, that just, that just cracks me up. Every time I saw uh, it, I was like, oh, my God, hilarious. By the way, Matt Nagy, dude, how is this guy on the list? He's not. Yeah. He was not going to call plays. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of annoying to me that he's even on the list. Right. He's there because he's on the Chiefs, you know. But, but, but it's, it's like, come on, dude. It's the same about know. Eric the enemy being over at Washington, whatever the name of that team will be. Um, so yeah. – Eric Bieniemy was he really the guy calling the plays? I mean, the guy has interviewed for multiple other jobs everywhere else, and yep. nobody picked him up for a reason. I mean, hundred percent. Andy Reid's got a lot of hold on that offense, by the way. And Big so, yep. interesting thing about, and I'm going to say with this thing, the hype of Kellen Moore is real with this team, like a hundred percent. I think he's going to not have McCarthy over his shoulder anymore. I think he's going to have his own playbook. I think he's going to cater this offense to the players specifically. And I think he's got to just do a phenomenal job with this team. Now I'm going to continue on one more screenshot here. So this is Steve young. If you remember the history of the Niners and the, the Cowboys in the nineties, there's still bad blood there one way or another, but this is a quote from Steve young. The Niners have a head coach who is innovated as anybody in the league. Of course, he'll say that about his team that he played for. At a time when the Cowboys last year are running a 2015 plays and don't have a chance. Now, are they, <laughs> is he basing that on McCarthy being 2015 McCarthy back in the days? Or is he saying that as Kellen Moore being 2015 type plays? Was Kellen Moore being handcuffed a little bit by McCarthy's play calls and play styles or, or plays that he drew yeah. up? Or was it Kellen Moore making the plays who knows i'm but, just gonna say this we're gonna find out real quick folks we're gonna find quick. out real quick 
Yeah. I mean, so, so you could sit back all day and say, okay, what was he doing? It's hilarious. Everyone, everyone I talked to is a Cowboys fan. They're like, oh, we got Kellen Moore as your offense, our offensive coordinator. Like, oh, Kellen Moore, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, you realize how well he did with a pretty bad team. Yeah. And yep. yeah, Dak Prescott. I mean, yeah, you, you got, you got some good wide receivers. You got, I mean, you know, you, you can argue that um, Zeke is good, but you had Pollard. Look, they have one of the best offensive lines, and they took advantage of that. They did a yep. very good job with that, right? We're going to see how our offensive line fares up pretty soon. Having said that, Brandon Staley clearly is like, I love this guy. He's going to, I want him to kick ass and just blow teams out of the water. I promise you, he's not going to hold him back at all. The yep. argument is Mike McCarthy held him back. And I think that's what you're getting at, James, is that he yep. held him back. So we're going to see how it works. Hopefully it's not a failed experiment, right? That's kind of the concern yeah. I have, but I, I just, I think he's going to do it. I think he's going to do it, man. I think it's going to be good stuff. I mean, you look at it and just like the stats don't lie. You know, he's had a whole heck of a lot of success of being an offensive coordinator, multiple top <laughs> offenses in the league. How can you basically say that's a, a bad move? That's the whole yep. thing. Um, yep. Kyle seems like he's established over there with his beard. You there know, he is, beard, there he is. You, did you have any uh, any comments, anything like that about Kellen Mork there, Kyle? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. I, I think the biggest thing is with the Cowboys, I mean, how, how much, like, I know, like, there's music behind. This is the best I can do to find the quiet spot. Um, sure. We get, I mean, obviously, you know, the Chargers fans are super hyped out here, you know. Um, so... We, we all, you know, I was just talking to out here. Um, yeah, a good big show, and I think Kellen Moore would be a huge piece of that. Um, because, um, the answer that he's gonna bring to this, you know, with oh. you know, the Chargers, you're breaking up, you're, you're breaking up really bad, Kyle. You're breaking up really, really bad. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, it's like it's just like it's really okay. we're hearing everything well. you're saying. You sound, you're underwater. <laughs> yeah, sorry, man. Yeah, it's a really bad. It's just bad. Oh, it's just, okay, well, sorry, that sucks. Just, uh, let me see yeah, if I can just really let me see if I can chat. Yep, uh, not much. Okay, but it's gonna be good. All good. Everything's good for the Chargers. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, bro. Let's go. Appreciate it. Yep. Uh, yeah. Hey, guys, this is live TV, right? You got to enjoy it, right? So that's how uh, it, is. it is what it is. Yep. And you know, and, and again, why we do this is. Kyle can be out. I like if I was in California, I, I would be there at Harpy as well, too. So yeah, 100%. But but I'm not. So uh, yeah. we will be there next week, 100%. So please come out and see us. We're going to be doing as much as we possibly can. So, yep. um, yeah. Oh, actually, so, let's let's go to some questions real quick, too, James. Um, yep. uh, oh, here we go. I guess, I guess, I know we've got quite a few questions here. I know, uh, James, Mark, uh, week two Pro is underwater. I <laughs> know. Uh, yeah, it, it was just oh man. Okay, this this is your question from Aether, James. So James, let me talk about week two versus the week two. Wait, we don't have week two versus the Chiefs. First in goal under four minutes, the game before pick six. Oh, from last year. Okay, yep. tight end waved out and to call a timeout. What we do in this is why my coach is in charge. You know, the thing about it is, yeah, he is in charge, but also at the same side, there is a point where you could blame it on both people. Because, I mean, yep. when a wide, when a, when a player's like, dude, I'm done. Like, I got to get out. I got to step out of this. And then also, too, it seemed like the play call was almost designed for him, but 
he wasn't even ready for that at all. That yep. was what basically changed the game. And, and in charge, you could also say, what up, what up? Um, hey. You could also say, though, that uh, that cost the game for if it was Brandon Staley's call to say stay in there. In there. And uh, who knows? Who knows? Who knows what would have been different? If you throw a timeout real quick on a critical point of the game or basically do a quick rotation, put in whoever you can at that moment in time, or do a play call that doesn't have a design tight end uh, in that position. You know, yeah. that's the other side of it. So, yep. yes, in charge, sure, but it could have been in charge for the wrong reason. Yep. So, and then uh, you're right. Uh, Staley's going to have his fingerprints on everything. I agree. Yep. I agree. And the wheel route, you're right, with Eck. I, it was weird how we got away from that. I was kind of yeah. surprised that we did. I, I, In fact, man, I just, I just, it was odd the way we kind of got stuck doing the same thing over and over again last season. Like everything was so predictable, so yep. predictable. And it just really bothered me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Here we go. Uh, yeah. Marcus Eck needs backup nepotism. I look, I agree. I do really think though, that um, Josh Kelly was great until he got hurt, by the way. Yep. Um, he was what? 4.7 yards of carry. And t- then he got hurt. Right. And then I, I also really think having Sony Michelle in our backfield at the beginning of the season really hurt us as well. It kind of hurt worth our, continuity in my yeah. opinion so the chemistry seemed doing, off for some yeah. reason um yeah and you're right marcus niners have a great defense and dude they make the offense simple right brock purdy mr irrelevant came in and balled out he didn't have yeah. to do a whole lot right so look i man yeah yeah um it's yeah stick is going to be the number two guy right now i mean unless something really bad happens i do think stick will yeah. be the guy so it seems like the guy. Um, I would like to see. Um, I would definitely like to see them use man. them a little bit in some different plays. So they'd be saying, Look at "Oh that. man, Look at that, that helmet! That's a Herbert Allen and uh, what was it? Oh, uh, oh, our tight end that we had, whatever his name was. But that's, oh, that's pretty solid. sick. That's a sick triple triple signed helmet right there. That was sick. <laughs> oh man, I want that. I want that. I'll steal it, it, Kyle. Steal it. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> um. Well, moving on to some of the other slides here, you know, just to kind of give more point of emphasis to the offense here, you know, CBS on NFL, basically NFL running back wide receiver trios for 2023 Chargers ranked yep. second with Eckler, Allen and Williams. So yep. we got firepower. We got guys, we got dogs that can make things Dog. happen here. Now yep. it's crazy to see Keenan and Mike in the amount of yards and in, in, that they still ended up getting. Uh, even being injured and all that too. Eckler, yeah. I mean, he had a phenomenal season still too. But it, it's crazy to see the talent on this team. Is once again, it comes back to health, 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 always for this team, always for this team. Um, going into this other slide here, top ten wide receiver duos of 2023. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams is on there too. You know, there's if you probably put top three or top ten trios of 2023. I think the Chargers would be higher at that yeah. point with uh, Quentin Johnston or even Joshua Palmer, in my opinion. Well, and 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 Q hasn't done anything obviously in the league. Yeah. Right? We're just hyping him up, you know. But I agree. I I think Allen and Williams. Again, the argument is they're getting old, but they are still great. Some of the best route runners out there. 50-50 yep. balls for Mike Williams. So it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Yep. Absolutely, absolutely. And then um, just to take a step further. Running back, tier one game changers based upon Corey Benjamin's list. He had Austin Eckler on there as a tier one game changer. Yep. 
You it know, was. and it's interesting because I've heard some executives talk about that Austin Eckler ain't that guy. Like he's not a game changer. You know, and if you really look at this list, Nick Chubb, I mean, he took him to the house on us a couple times, it seemed like, yeah, when we played him I last did. year. McCaffrey, an absolute electric guy. Derrick Henry, an absolute beast. Uh, yep. Josh Jacobs had a phenomenal year who might be sitting out from the Raiders. He was apparently he might be sitting, sitting outside of the freaking uh, yep. Las Vegas Raiders uh, facility waiting for his contract, and they didn't set up anything with him. So, dude, dude wants to play for him. It's crazy they ain't trying to pay him. It's not going to be good for that team. Um, but crazy to see that. And then obviously going to our quarterback. I mean, we love to hype him up. Uh, NFL's yep. top 10 quarterbacks on ESPN plus number five, Justin Herbert. You know, this, this is kind of a little bit of an interchangeable list here. Hertz not being on the list is kind of an interesting one too. I think Aaron Rodgers might be a little bit of a hype train. He hasn't had his year last year was kind of a little regressing year in my opinion, but he also did win two MVPs the year prior to those <laughs> years. So, um, and then just to kind of end it off PFF, Top 50 players, Justin Herbert, number 35 at number four quarterback overall. So, yeah, yep. We got a good squad. We got a really, really good squad here, guys. And we have you know so what? much depth. So much depth. So much depth. A lot to like about this team. It's Oof. we have the ability to be something extremely special all around. And we have the ability to be able to have Justin Herbert have an MVP potential based season, too. Yep. This guy yep. has a lot of potential all around, and I'm excited about it. You know, offense could be – it's just like what we showed some of the stats earlier. 23 points a game on offense, giving up about 22 points on defense. We're, we're always creating tight game situations. If we could get to the Cowboys level of, you know, scoring 27 points a game but also keep our defense at 22 – we're going to have more games where we're going to be able to just run away with victories and go into victory formations. That's yep. a great way to be able to end a game. It's just victory formation, call it a day, not a heart attack situation all the way to the end. So 100%. I'm excited about it, man. Well, and, and again, I'm going to talk more about this uh, on Monday. I'm going to talk about Herbert. I'm going to talk a little bit about what I also think about, you know, more what we could see from him again. I think there's some things that Herbert can improve on, but again, last season he was hurt. So there's a lot, there's a lot to discuss on that. So, and I, and I kind of want to discuss specifically how I think more can make things more simple for the offense to run well. Yep. So I'm excited about that. Let, let's go to some questions here and then we can get close to a wrapping up. But guys, if you get a chance, go down to that event where Kyle's at, man, seriously. And then next week we are going to be in LA. We are going to be shooting remotely as much as we possibly can. So come see us. We're going to be at camp. Uh, try to get on the field. We'll see what happens. You know, uh, we'll see, we'll see how that plays out. So, Eighth, yeah. Uh, question for you about Week One matchup versus the Dolphins. What's going to be the main focus to take uh, take out Keenan and put pressure on Q J or take out Mike? Look again. I think there's going to be a lot of rotation. You could see Q and Mike out there for a while, and then Allen in the slot, and then you know, you know, um, and then take Allen out, and then put Palmer in the slot, right? Or put Darius in the slot, right? You you can do a lot of different things. I really think there's going to be a lot of rotation. Yeah. Um, and I and guys, and we want that, right? We don't want Allen hurt. We don't want Williams hurt. We want people healthy for a change with this team. And so I think there's going to be a lot of interoperability moving forward, right? There's going to be a lot on that. What's your thoughts, sir, James? Yeah, you know, and the thing about it is, is that week one matchup is going to be interesting. You know, you got Vic Fangio yep. at the as the defensive coordinator there. You got uh Jalen Ramsey over there now. 
with Xavier and Howard on the other side. It's going to be big. You know, it's going to be big. That's where the thing is, though, I'm looking at it as it's a matchup nightmare going against the Chargers. You know, just to even throw out there, if there's three wide receivers with a tight end with basically Austin Eckler sitting in the backfield, you know, you still have Gerald Everett who knows what he could do and catch the ball and do well with it. You put out QJ out there with Allen and Williams. Um, it's going to be a tough. And then you got Austin Eckler who could just come right on with a wheel route or just hang out on the hang out just for a quick dump off. I mean, well, and, there and, and is you a lot the... of things that are just very, very difficult to manage with this team. And I'm excited about that game. And I and we're planning on to be at that game um, to be there at week one. Cause I mean, best hype is to be there on the first game of the year. You don't know what to expect all season. And uh, this is where everything starts. And uh, that's going to be a great game. Great game. Yep. And uh, also, uh, this is this is kind of funny. Justin Jefferson, Jordan Addison, yeah, it's kind of hilarious to me. You're like, okay, whatever. <laughs> I mean, prove it. I mean, you know, no. I, I I think Q. The more I look at Q, I'm I'm hyped on him as well too. I mean, we'll, we'll see. I, I'm pretty hyped on him. Any any rookie cards of Q that are out there, I'm gonna try and scoop them up. Yep. Uh, and this is a good point. Yeah, kicker problems is awesome, right? I I do think um, you know, Dicker's gonna be great, right? So I'm excited. I'm excited. Yep. And Hopkins, oh. I mean, he's a solid player. I mean, remember he last babe. played last year against the Broncos and he ended up hitting what three game winning or three field goals for us in the game winner in OT. <laughs> so, um, yeah, great. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Thank you, Marcus. Yeah. Thank you for stepping in there. Ball babe's getting a little too handsy on us, you know, <laughs> get a little too handsy. Hey, looking for free, but touching's going to cost you ladies. Okay. Just so you know, touchy. Uh, trying to get some touchies. Touchies. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, you think it could benefit having Herbert getting hurt and losing the playoff game because of his contract? I mean, yeah, I don't even look, he's still going to want that. money. I don't even want to talk about money. that. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, he's still going to get paid a lot of money, like, regardless. He's going to get paid a lot paid of money regardless. Bank. Oh, look at this, dude. Oh, what my up, God. Big Dan, what up? Big Dan, dude. Let's oh, go. my God. Let's Big go. hug and kiss. Big hug and kiss. Better believe that. <laughs> that's all awesome. prediction Chargers uh will win the super bowl kelmore will get an extension be named coach and get raised i will not leave the bolts you know what bro i probably my biggest concern is that he will leave after the this first year so i would love that aether 100 would love that because yeah. i want to see continuity on the offensive side get herbert moving the right direction you know um and and just make it simple for him, right? Yep. That's that's what I want to see, right? And I I'm really hoping that happens. Yeah, and the thing about it is, Kellen Moore is a great offensive coordinator from what we see and what he's done statistically is is great. And uh, you know, that's the scary part of this whole thing is that we could you go going to a whole new offensive coordinator the year after if Kellen Moore does really well this year. You know, yep. teams are going to be calling. Yo, what up, yep. man? What's what up on the Kellen Moore, dude? You want to get him to be any head coach for us? <laughs> Holla at your boy. Holla at your boy. Holla at your boy. That's right. Yeah. And uh aimbot, yeah, for sure. Kyle, Kyle, hey, look, Kyle lives in LA, so he has the opportunity to go to all these events and have a good time. And you know, good for him. You know, that's what he loves about it, right? So yeah, yeah, you're definitely lucky. What we again, we are gonna be there next week. So please get a hold of us. You know, we want we want to see that. Um this is a great point too, Marcus. I hope RM can stay healthy, dude. By the way, we are going to do some short videos on predictions of player stats. So we'll do one for Parham tight ends. Kyle also is going to do some short videos on uh, predictions of teams who he thinks he's going to kind of use. You want to talk about that a little bit, Kyle, but the, how you're using Madden 
to come up with the predictions on uh, team um, team uh, records? Sure. Uh, I hope uh, hope you guys can hear me. You know, yeah, um, yep, we can hear you good. You sound good yeah, right now. So I'm gonna. You sound good. Okay, good. Yeah. So I'm gonna simulate like every every team's season uh, through for all the season with Madden, and actually figure out like exactly you know what a solid prediction will be for the uh, for the for the games or for the season. So. Um, and then we'll kind of go from there. Um, I kind of started doing a little bit of it, and uh, it's I'm going to run the simulation, um, of course, and I'm going to keep doing what I did last year as well and have a little, like, uh, watching the game simulation together and while we just chat about the game and stuff. So it'll be good times. We'll, we'll keep up that trend. I love it. I love it. That's great. Yeah, using Madden, right? So it's a little bit of an unbiased opinion, which I think is a good thing because we're, we're definitely biased on this channel as well too. But, uh, you oh, know. Yeah. But we are going to be doing short videos on predictions of players' stats, you know, Derwin James, tackles, sacks, interceptions, yada, yada. So we'll throw we'll throw that out there as well, too. So just see that. Um, Kyle, so good to see you guys. Oh, and Motor Records, I haven't seen you in a while, man. Good to see you. Hopping yeah, on. I thought this was a great comment by Kyle Shellhammer. Yep. You know, and this, this is something I've had on my mind for a really, really long time. And actually, somebody brought up a scenario. Let me just read the question first off. Sure. What up with all my SD friends and family, even the Bolts, because they went to L.A.? We started in L.A., and who cares? Raiders fans follow everywhere. Yep. See, okay, so I've always had this thought, and actually Chargers chat and the other podcast, shout out to them, by the way, they chatted a little bit about that. Somebody brought up the, the idea that they said, hey, if somebody ends up buying the brand of the Chargers and moves them back to San Diego, so this San Diego Chargers are back, and then the L.A. Chargers, whatever their name would have to be, would be changed what would you do and i thought that was a phenomenal question and i've always said and they have even responded to on chargers chat the same exact way sometimes it comes down to the players more than the team brand yep and sometimes it's about the guys that you love on the team if it's justin herbert you love ladanian tomlinson back in the days antonio gates yep. you know dan fouts whatever it is just historically these guys that we just love and sometimes it's just about those players more than anything, less than the actual brand of the team. Now, this is a very hypothetical thing here. Yeah, but very much. I think it really boils down to, do you love the players? And some people are team-based fans, and some people are just player-based fans. And I think also, I'm more of a player-based right? fan, and yeah, I just and love city, the team. So that's what it is. What's your thoughts? Yeah, well, that's my, that's my point, right? I, th I think it's also city-based, right? I, I grew up yep. in San Diego. I, I'm a Charger fan, right? And that's yep. and I stayed with the team. So I, I think yep. it's a little bit of both. Uh, but if it changed brand from LA Chargers to something else, would you stick around? That's the whole thing. Like, yeah, that's kind of the question of it. And it's like, you know what? Look, I love Justin Herbert. I'd love to see where he's going to go with his career. Like, yep. And would I be a fan of the Chargers if, say, their brand got purchased to go down to San Diego? Probably. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they'd be an NFC team you know, at that point, um, which I'd have an NFC team of whatever it is. Yeah. So, it's an interesting Mo, question. This is a good question here, too. Fourth downs are still going for it, more conservative like last year. So I think we were conservative last year because of the people that were hurt, right? We had Allen yeah. Williams out. We didn't have a lot of opportunities to really get people open on fourth down. So it was a personnel problem that held us up last year. I think that's why we were more conservative. Now, if we could stay healthy, I think it's all gas, no brakes, dude. It is just shove it down their throat. 
and just score points and just yep. donkey punch them hoes, right? And that's that's what they want to do. That's what they want to do. I, I don't think they want to do anything but that. Just beat them up. Yeah. So, you know, put those fools to sleep and show them it. So, hey, you you can't you can't hang with the big boys, sucker. That's right, right? sucker, <laughs> sucker. <laughs> Uh, that's how we yeah, talk no, no, no. family all the time. We call each other suck it. <laughs> suck it. <laughs> suck it. Oh, uh, yeah. And Parham, dude, I just want to say the guy healthy, man. I, I think. Yeah. And, and Moda, running back too, I think Kelly could be the guy, man. I, he was looking great until he got hurt. And we still haven't seen anything from Spiller, man. So, lot to look at. A lot to look at moving forward. Um, let's see. I think we got most everything here. Um <laughs> Yeah, let's not talk about this, Moto. We don't want to talk about this. <laughs> yeah, please. Don't even yeah, put that and, and again, out there. Yeah, exactly. And, and again, this is a big part of it, dude. Like, Alan Williams were barely on the field together. They just weren't. They just weren't, yeah. right? Yeah. But it's I crazy just, to think that we had, uh, I think it was seven players on our team over, was it 600 yards each? Yeah. Like, yeah. So if you're going to say, like, was it a lack of – not having targets or was Lombardi not being inventive enough, but at the same side, Justin Herbert was showing his skill set and running on his skills to be able to make this team function and get to where it was. It, I, you know, in some point I'm going to say it was Justin Herbert just having the ability to make this team will his way to this team yeah. to get to the playoffs at that point. Yeah. And remember too, like there was nobody there. So guess what? Check the ball down to Austin Eckler. Just put an yeah. Eckler's hand, yeah. put an Eckler's yeah. hands, put an Eckler's yeah. hands. I mean, all the time. that was it. Yep. And the running game was clearly horrible and yep. they never did anything right. It, it, that really frustrates me because you do have to be balanced in the NFL. I mean, look at, look at, look at oh, yeah. all the teams out there that are really good Eagles, chiefs, Niners, they all do a good job of balancing that at least a little bit. So yeah. And again, you're right. That's the guy Keenan Allen's our third down target. He's always been third down, fourth down, you know, it's going to be good. That's what Antonio um, Gates was for us too. He was a third down king. Like he was always open third down. I think Keaton Allen learned a lot that from uh, Antonio Gates. Yep. Well, maybe we should uh, wrap up, Kyle. Let's see. Let's see how you're you're sounding right now. See, the um, signal looks pretty maybe, good maybe give for us him right now. Yeah, yeah, Kyle. Give yeah. us your your final thoughts. I know you sound really good right now. You get got a good connection. It looks like cool. Okay, sweet. I guess I found a sweet spot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, man. I, I'm all hyped for this this season for sure. Like the offense is going to be stellar. Uh, we, you know, we were talking about uh, talking to Joshua Kelly last week at the actual yeah. thing. He's he thinks that we could easily put 40 points up every single game. So I, I'm freaking stoked. To, I would love to see that. Wild. Um, and you know, I would I would love to see more uh, production out of like our tight end group. You know, like I'd love to see you know uh, Donald Parham out there more catching some balls. You know, being the Madden goat that he is. Just, just put his hands up, you know, like, and it's like 10 feet, you know, up in the air, you know? Yeah. So, uh, I, I'm excited to see, you know, Quentin Johnson out there, uh, Darius Davis returning some, uh, some touchdowns, uh, some punts for touchdowns and kickoff return for touchdowns. Dude, like the sky's the limit for this offense, you know, like, so like, obviously we just, we just keep everything the way it needs to be. Um, and all throughout the season, we're, we're golden, man. We're, we're going to go deep. Let's go. So I love great. it, man. I love it. Yeah, yeah, and you sound great, Kyle. That's awesome. I'm, I'm glad we found a good spot for you, buddy. Seriously, bro. Hey, I'm excited to be out there next week, too. So it's going to be exciting. James, yep. your thoughts? 
you know, going back to my thoughts about the whole, you know, team and everything moving from San Diego, LA and everything like that. It's been done guys. And it's, it's pretty much a lock. They're going to be in LA. You know, this is the time to be able to jump back on board with this team. Kyle's currently right now in San Diego right now with the other Chargers fans out there. Yeah. This yeah. is the time to get back on board guys. You know, yep. the Padres, you know, that's your team now. Oh, we're Padres fans. It ain't fun to watch right now, guys. <laughs> uh, and it's, it's, you, if you want more punishment, come back to the Chargers. You know, I, you know you love them deep down inside, guys. And this is an exciting season for us. And it's an exciting season to get back on board. You know, even last year we had some other guys too. Uh, the trumpet trumpet guy, I believe uh, his name, Trumpet Man, he came back on board too. He started getting excited about this team once again. We have a very exciting brand of football. And there's a great, great potential this year we could do some great things yeah. for this team 100 so, you know this yep. is the time to get back on board boys so let's get it let's get going can't wait for training camp next week guys <laughs> let's go let's go i'm not gonna sleep much folks i i'm not i'm not gonna lie to you dude like i'm just gonna lay can't in bed wait. just look at the ceiling going come on now come on now <laughs> come on now let's just show up early in the morning like those old oh, you know, open, 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 open. <laughs> Remember those back in the days? That's that's old yeah. school. Yeah, Marcus. I think we're going to be over twenty five. I think I think we could be twenty six points again. I think we're I, going twenty seven, twenty eight. And, and and I'm going to tell you why. Again, I'm going to talk more about this tomorrow or Monday, I should say, when I talk about the offense and Justin Herbert specifically. I just really think that it's going to be all gas, no breaks. I I just, what's the point of having an offense and having this offensive weapons that we have? Just gas it downfield, man. Just get it downfield. Move it. Yeah. Move it. Go. Move it. Yeah. Exactly. And just and just stop worrying about the defense and let the defense do the job when the ball's turned over or fumbled or whatever, or we get a touchdown and we're kicking off to them again. Right. So so to me, I think you're gonna see a lot of fourth and staley. Again, I think we were conservative last season because of injuries. It was it was like crap. Well, what do we do? You know. And the defense was on the field a lot last season. They yeah. really were way too much. And so um, you got a good offense. You know, you can let the defense rest a little bit, right? You can just keep scoring up the points, yada, yada. And, man, again, um, I just think – I think sky's the limit for this team. If we stay healthy, we're going to be fine. One, we're going to be fine. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, this is interesting. It's a good point. Yep. A lot of people in Oregon are Charger fans now. That's a really good point. It's a yeah. really good point. Um, who was I talking to the other day? Man, they rambled on about that. Like, oh yeah, man. Like, I love Herbert, man. He's my guy, dude. He's my dude. So I'm a Charger fan now. And and I, you know, hell, Dan Fouts was a, a duck as well, too. So, you know, they should all be Charger fans. Yep, no <laughs> doubt. No doubt. I mean, Justin Herbert was a uh Dan Fouts fan. And guess what? He got drafted by the Chargers now. Big time. Full Big circle, time. man. It's crazy. Yep. And and you're right, Marcus. Our defense is going to be stout this year. I think we're going to be a lot better. So Overall, offensively and defensively, we've been upgraded. So I'm excited, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. So cannot wait. Cannot wait. Guys, again, we are going to be out there next week. Next week, we are there. So message us, get a hold of us. We want to see you guys. Let's go get some ramen together. I don't know why we, we said we're going to do some ramen, right? We're going to do some ramen. Oh, yeah. We talked about the brisket bras getting some brisket ramen dude, right around the corner, baby. <laughs> right around the corner. Best ramen right. you'll ever get, man. Straight from That's Japan. Right. It is phenomenal. I can't, I'm. I'm really looking forward to the ramen and the food. Like, I'm really looking Kobe? forward to the food. Kobe, going to get some Kobe day, burritos, sugar fish. You're going to get sugar. We get sushi. Oh, oh my God. Man. <laughs> the best part of the in the neighborhood, folks. Oh, man. You guys eat. Hey, we're, we're the, we're the, uh, what, we're the plug for the food spots. 
hit up the bolt bros for the food spots maybe we'll maybe we'll make some <laughs> maybe we'll make some videos out there of us hitting up food spots hey we Charlie, should, we man, should. check out kitty kata around the corner from training camp a little hype video, right. dude oh that'd be great Taco del gordo i've heard great things about that spot I, i've always wanted to check it out in um vegas actually too i've heard it's really really good we gotta go check Diego, out that place where it's out of uh, tijuana i believe too okay good yeah give us give us your thoughts on places we should go check out man for real dude so it's gonna be sick oh yeah guys we are beyond hyped man like i'm i'm excited to do this video on monday for herbert right so i've already been thinking through what i want to do on it what i want to talk on it right i mean this you're talking to three people that are addicted to having this conversation it's kind of bad you probably should go to therapy or something but <laughs> Anyways, whatever. That's cool, dude. No Anyways, doubt. we love you guys, though. We are the Bolt Bros. Wait, you gonna hit the, who's going to hit the button? I'll hit it. <laughs> I'll hit it. I'll hit it. All right. I'll hit it. See you guys. <laughs> See you, dudes. Bolt Bros. You're out. Let's Have go. Fun,